The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. So there have been calls for celebrity um, Somizim Tlongo to be charged for intimidating a journalist. Two journalists sent him questions and instead of answering, he insulted them. Uh, Now, we know that the country, of course, has come and uh, has faced a number of issues when it comes to media freedom. What exactly is it that sometimes inhibits reporters and journalists from being able to do their work? In particular, the story has caused quite a lot of backlash and different sides of of the opinion uh, when it comes to whether or not the journalists were acting out of line. Some people saying, well, the journalists uh, should not have called Mr. Mklongo on his personal phone. Uh, you know, they're disrespecting his privacy. How dare they? On the other end, of course, there's a, d- a conversation around, well, journalists have the obligation to give the subjects of their stories a right of reply and an opportunity to weigh in on what they intend to report. Professor Anton Harbour is the Caxton Professor of Journalism at Wits University. He joins me now. Professor Harbour, good morning. Uh, Good morning, and thank you very much for the opportunity to address this uh, issue. It it seems strange to me that we always have to keep coming back to this conversation because it fundamentally speaks to how journalists do their jobs. And um, there seems to be a lack of understanding around the processes that journalists have to follow sometimes when they are putting together um, data in order to write stories? I think you're right. I think uh, that we really need to promote much greater awareness, particularly among uh, influencers and public figures um, and celebrities about the important role journalists play, how it serves all of us, including their interests, Um, and how we need to protect journalists if we care about this country, this economy, this democracy, this society, and not subject them to abuse. I think that includes journalists thinking carefully about how they behave and earning um, that trust. Um, But um, I don't think that's any excuse um, for celebrities or influencers that um, intimidate or try and intimidate or encourage their followers to intimidate journalists who are going about their work. And we'll get to the issue of the responsibility that rests on on journalists when they're conducting their work. But I, I just want to pick up on this issue, uh, Professor Harbour, because within you know with, within the space in and of itself, there are divides. Um, and when people are looking at journalists that are primarily writing for your tabloid newspapers, they're automatically seen as not being credible. That's part of the narrative that has evolved around them. Do you think that that narrative feeds into part of what we are seeing today and the responses that we're getting? I'm afraid it does. And I would really urge um, um, editors and my fellow journalists um, to um, think carefully about building trust, uh, building relationships with their readers and the public. Because, you know, we have power as journalists, we have public power as journalists, and we need to wield it thoughtfully and with responsibility. Um, I'm not saying that in this case the journalists did anything wrong. It sounded like they were just doing their jobs. Um, But um, I think we need to develop an understanding, a a social contract, I suppose, that understands 
that, um, there's a, that, that journalists play a critical role in our society and our economy. And um, we really need to understand that and protect that um, on the understanding that journalists will play by the rules, will keep to their codes of conduct, will behave ethically, will adhere to facts and the truth. So that's the contract we want in the society, and we want much greater awareness on all sides of that contract. Do you think that the same standards are being used in newsrooms when publishing, let's say, uh, for example, uh, a story that would be the front page of the city press versus what you would find on, on page three of the Sunday World? Look, there are different standards in, in, in different kinds of publications. Naturally, mm. that's true all over the world. Mm. Um, but, you know, um, tabloids have an important place in our media scene. And if you think that they're telling an untruth or intruding on your privacy or saying unfair and damaging things, then there are appropriate routes to take in dealing with it. Um, you can complain to the editor in the newspaper. You can uh, take it up with the press ombudsman. You can uh, take legal action. All of these are routes open to, um, uh, to people to take. Mm. And that's the appropriate way to respond to these problems. Intimidation um, um, and encouraging uh, your followers and supporters to intimidate journalists is extremely dangerous, harmful, and damaging. And people mm-hmm. must be aware that they're undermining our democracy, our freedom of speech, our, um, our economy, and they're encouraging a culture of intimidation and harassment mm-hmm. rather than one of open debate and discussion and scrutiny. And of course, we have seen that often the intimidation and harassment in particular of female journalists tends to have harsher consequences because, um, you know, once people's numbers have been distributed, the kind of abuse and threats that uh, female journalists come under is actually unbelievable. It is completely unacceptable because what we see is that um, when it's aimed at female journalists, uh, most often an ugly misogyny mm, mm. Um, emerges in the response of, uh, of people. And, you know, those who encourage that kind of thing must take responsibility for it. If you encouraging people to harass journalists and it's leading to that kind of ugly and threatening and quite dangerous harassment, mm. um, then you have to take responsibility for it. And I absolutely think that those who do it uh, should be identified um, uh, organizations like like multi-choice or television stations that um, give voice and space and opportunity to these celebrities and influencers should also be held responsible for allowing it to happen. Mm. Of course, we as as journalists have not always covered ourselves in glory. And uh, your latest book, So For The Record, is uh, really an excellent example of how dismally we can get it wrong sometimes, uh, that, that we're not always living up to our own checks and balances. I think that's absolutely right. You know, my book highlights great journalism as well as failures in our journalism. Mm. And it's really an appeal to journalists. It's, it's two things. To journalists, I'm saying we have to earn the trust of the public. And to do that, we have to be particularly careful in this, in this time of social media 
Um, uh, and then in this complicated period where our role as journalists is being redefined. Um, and that really requires us to be absolutely um, dedicated to the truth, to facts, to getting it right, to being fair and balanced in our reportage. To the public, I'm saying, please understand the importance and value that journalists bring to our society and what damage you are doing to our whole society if you encourage harassment, aggression, Mm. rudeness, intolerance towards our colleagues and journalists. Of course, when we talk about some of the failures, again, that uh, you have highlighted in your book, often those failures have been born out of this need to A, meet deadlines, to scoop uh, other publications. And, you know, the the fact that there's this competition that exists in the industry and, you know, simply because of how things are structured, that oftentimes we're not doing what what we're supposed to be doing. Do you think that that needs to change? Well, um, you know, competition is good between journalists and between outlets in order to get more stories out and have them uh, go against each other. Um, What I am saying is that it's not worth rushing to break a story um, if you're sacrificing truth and you're sacrificing trust and belief in what you do. Um, So I'm asking for journalists to be more careful um, and to place truth and accuracy um, as the first principle um, of what we strive for. Um, But I think we also have to understand, and the public has to understand, that media and journalism is under enormous financial pressure. And that is encouraging and allowing for more of that kind of inappropriate rushing into print with stories that may not be entirely true and accurate. Um, And so I think there's a need for us to address that as a society as well. It ultimately comes down to when it comes to the the subjects of stories, whether they've been given an opportunity or a a right of reply and, and, and how much time they've been given to do that. Look, celebrities and influencers have a particular responsibility to understand how journalism works, to understand why a journalist is putting questions or trying to get hold of you, that they're not only entitled to do it, but that um, they're obliged to do it for your own sake. Um, And if you're unhappy, there are appropriate ways to behave and respond and inappropriate ways. Um, uh, You know, and I think you have a very special responsibility. If you're a public figure, You cannot have a thick, thin skin. You must know that people are watching you. You enjoy people watching you, enjoying the celebrity status. But that comes with the fact that you and your life are under scrutiny. The public are watching and the public are interested. You can't have a thick skin and you have an obligation to handle these things appropriately. It doesn't mean you put up with any invasion of your privacy, but it does mean that if there is an invasion of your privacy or harm to your dignity, you appropriate you you respond with appropriate dignity in return professor harbour when it comes to the issue of personal cell phone numbers is it encroaching on somebody's privacy when journalists call them directly no i think that uh, journalists have to um um give a right of reply to uh, speak to uh, um uh, public figures and that is why they have their personal numbers. Uh, celebrities and influencers give out their numbers because they want 
the media attention. Um, of course, journalists have to do it with um, uh, with respect, and it's and 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 do it appropriately and do it professionally. There's no question that journalists have to make sure that they're doing it in in, an, in a professional and dignified way themselves. Um, but if you're a public figure, uh, you need to accept um, and engage with journalists, um, and certainly you must be uh, you you must be held responsible. If you if you abuse or encourage others to abuse them. All right, Professor Anton Haber. Let me thank you for your time this morning.